Welcome to the Improperly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick. And I'm Nicole Gonzalez. We live in a world where our lives are on display all of the time. There's a lot of pressure to keep up appearances and sugarcoat the crap. We're putting our foot down and saying we don't have to do that anymore. Everything is not fine, and that's absolutely okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Budnick. And this is Nicole. Today, we have a fun and interesting show for you guys. We want to talk to you about what we're doing during um, our continued quarantine. Um, What's distracting us? What are we doing for fun? How are we staying sane? Kind of a more upbeat episode than we had the last couple of weeks. Um, And then it gets super serious at the end. So we're excited to have you. Let's dive in. Today is different because the recording program that we usually use to record is not working. It's probably bogged down by everyone in the world deciding to become podcasters. I don't know. Um, But we're using Zoom, so I get to see Nicole's face, which is so fun. I'm not even sure if I should be looking at you. I know, it's weird. Because, like, they're not going to see this, right? It's just for me and you? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Well, maybe we'll see what we Or if I should turn towards my (laughs) microphone, because I want to make sure I get good, like, audio. You sound the same either way. You're fine. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's so weird to, I feel like I'm watching a movie. Like, I don't even feel like this is real life because I can see your face. <laughs> I know. I like it. <laughs> Me too. Maybe uh, we should do this more often. I know. We'll see what we think. Maybe we'll switch to Zoom or something like it. That'd be cool. Okay. So for those of you who don't know Zoom, it's a free app, a free program, and you can FaceTime like a big group of people. Like, yeah. get on and see your friends and family's faces and talk. Yes. It's way better than FaceTime. And it's easy. It's not hard. It's so much better because you can have, like, um, we haven't done it with our siblings yet, but um, part of our family, like Jim's cousins, they have a sibling group of, like, there's, like, five kids and their spouses. So they all went on and did a huge sibling group. Yeah, all five of them and it was so cute they put a couple of pictures on instagram when they were doing it or whatever it was so cute yeah shout out to the maxwell clan you guys are cool um we don't do shout outs around here i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> no i think we should start doing <laughs> shout outs is there a cooler name for it though i hope so um. <laughs> for now we're gonna use shout outs well i mean everything else is the snaps. 90s so we might send in well. snaps uh, <laughs> that was me snapping. <laughs> so, uh, but what are we talking about today? We tried, I don't know. The <laughs> damn Rona. Seriously. We were like, when we put out a request for topics, one of the replies was like, anything but coronavirus. And I was and so then I was like, well, we should think of things besides this, but literally my mind can think of nothing else. Except for God bless him, the Tiger King. Like that. <laughs> I, got so, a, I got a lot. Oh, so yeah, we are going to t- 
talk about things other than coronavirus today, the Rona, but it's still part of our life and part of our like everyday thoughts. So I'm sure it will still be here. Yeah. Basically, we're our, our focus today, our topic focus is distractions from the Rona. So that's what you have to look forward to in this episode. God knows how it's going to work out because Nicole and I, neither one know what the hell's going on. <laughs> We're just trying to survive. <laughs> uh, tell me about your week. What have you done? Well, hold on before you do. Okay. Best for everyone that's listening. Nicole and I literally don't talk to each other during the week unless like things are desperate. We don't have conversations. We send texts. We check in through like quick text. Yes. Yes. So, but we feel like it keeps things fresh if we just save our conversations for here. So that's why when I say like, how was your week or what have you done? It's literally me asking her. I'm not, we're just keeping things. We're all fresh around here. Yeah. So. Well, and it's easier. Like I see the things that you post on Instagram, but we don't, we haven't talked about it. Right. Okay, so, so tell me about your week. <laughs> That's so funny because the days are blurring. They're oh, blurring yeah. together. I'm not really sure, like, which day is which. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even my kids are like, Mom, what did we do yesterday? And I was like, wait, what was yesterday? <laughs> like, um, so like, what did we do? And we have to, like, remind each other. Yes, and it feels so long, like, oh, that was just yesterday? That feels like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Like the other day, like Larry said today, he goes, what did we do on Thursday? He was asking the boys what he did, like when he he works with them in the batting cage. And so he's like, what did we work on on Friday? And the boys were like, I don't know. And he's like, well, what happened on Friday? And I was like, wait, look. And I look back in my texts to him. And I'm like, remember, Friday is when I told you to go to the store and pick up pineapple? And he's like, oh, yeah. And so it reminded him of what we what he did on Friday. Oh my God, that's awesome. Did he go and pick up pineapple for you? Yes, I've been craving fresh pineapple. Like oh. every night I've been eating it. That's awesome. Good for you. I know. He, went, he picked me up too. He's like, not just one. He's like, I don't want to go back to the store. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're out of milk for two and a half days now. We've been out of milk. <clears throat> so Jim was out and about... I think it was Saturday and I was like, you got to pick up milk while you're out. So he was going to, and then he calls me while he's out and he's like, honey, I don't think it's a good idea to go to the store just for one thing. We can make it. And I'm doing my big shopping trip tomorrow. It's been planned. Um, so he's like, we can make it. We have almond milk. We'll be fine. So for two and a half days, we've been out of milk. He wouldn't go to the damn store when he was out. I was like, we have to be responsible. I think he was just scared. like yeah which I don't I don't see anything wrong with like a healthy yeah cautious cautiousness maybe is that the word I'm looking for conscientiousness I don't know yes well I I appreciate that because finally our Walmart sent out a notice saying one cart one person do not bring yeah do not bring your whole family in because the people in our community were thinking that, well, they've always kind of thought that like Walmart was like the cool hangout. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> practically we don't really, all you Yeah. Especially Sundays. Holy crap. Like oh, it's full yeah. of like whole families go and they like let their kids run around and like play with oh, the toys. And that's a nightmare. Yeah. They all stand and like, look at the like 
watch the TVs in the TV section. And, the dads you know. go to the TV section. The kids yeah. go to the toys <laughs> section. Yeah. And the moms get their shopping done. And, you know, I don't blame moms. That works. I like Self-care. Yeah. But... So now there's, they sent out a notice and I really hope that like someone stands at the front door and they're like, yeah. I'm sorry, ma'am, you should not bring your children in here. Yeah. Like I did see, so somebody posted that on like my neighborhood Facebook or whatever group. And some people were like, is this really from Walmart? Like, even if it's not fine, but did yeah. Walmart really do this? Are they really that like responsible? Um, and one lady was like, well, I'm a single mom. Like I can't leave my kids at home to go to the grocery store. They're going to have to come. So I get that. I mean, obviously you're not going to yeah. put your kids yeah. out, hopefully, unless you yes. have to, but yeah. Yeah. Like when I, the last time I went to the store, which granted was way before people started like really taking things seriously. But when I did, there was like a family of five walking around. So, yeah. Our Walmart parking lot is constantly packed. Yes. Yes. I'm like, why are you people, like, I've been going, once a week I do my big shopping and yeah. then like emergency, like, okay, you're out of, you know, bread. Yes. I'll run to the store and get like the right. five, but by myself, like. Right. And like in and out, if I can avoid even getting a shopping cart, even better. Like. Yeah. Except for, and then you kind of like, you kind of like look around and you have to like, if someone's in front of the butter, like you wait, like you yes. wait, you're six feet back and you yes. let them get their butter. And then, yeah. Are people, which doing I that? don't even mind. Yeah. Yeah. My I don't even mind. Are not I kind of like it. I had to give a lady a dirty look the other day because she was practically like following me around the produce aisle, like all over my back. And this was the uh, one time that I, I can't remember what I had to go for, but so one time I've gone by myself, I didn't even get a cart. So the, a cart is kind of nice because it's like your personal bubble. People can't yes. get in your space, but then yeah. you have to touch it. So anyway, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a lose, lose, win, win, whatever. Um, Anyway. Well, I'm going to send out, I'm going to send out a little uh, message to my people, anyone here in town, if you can't get to the store because you have littles at home yeah. and you're home by yourself, text me, call me, message me. I will run to the store for you. Yes. Like my sister-in-law, she's home right now with her two little girls because my brother's working in California and she has a neighbor who runs to the store for her oh, and she just so has funny. like a running tab. I know. I love it. I love it that she has someone who's looking out for her. And yes. if you, I mean, swear to God, I'm not just putting this out there. Like I, I would love to run to the store for somebody. Like if you know of like an elderly neighbor that needs right. a, a store run, call me, text me, message me, Instagram. Like I don't even care. I'll run yeah. to the store. Yeah, I agree. I we will do have, it. I, I think we talked about this on our first episode of the Rona, but we have we live in a community where there's an elderly community, like 55 and up or whatever community right next to us. So we all did that. We put, <clears throat> like I posted my phone number in their little community website and, and somebody did a sweet lady texted me, um, the beginning of last week. And she was like, I had a grocery delivery schedule from Safeway and they were supposed to come today. And I just got an email that they canceled and they, they're not bringing my groceries and I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. And it was just so sad and so sweet 
So I had a really sore throat that day. So I was kind of nervous to go out. So I, Mm -hmm. I just put her in touch with one of the other neighbors that was doing the same thing and they went for her, but, um, my sore throat is fine. I'm fine now, but I just, that day I wanted to be careful, you know, isn't it funny now? Like we cough and we're like, like (laughs) you all automatically, like your heart stops and like, you look around like, yes. And no I, guys, I don't have the Rona. Yeah, it's allergy season for me. So like I'm just always <laughs> sniffling kind of that dry drainage cough, you know? So I'm, yeah, I, I'm getting used to it. But for a while, I'm also a hypochondriac half the time. So for a while, I was really nervous. But yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. But I am grateful for... And this is what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm so grateful that some things have come along to be distractions. Like, no matter how ridiculous they are or funny or crazy, like, I mean, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But that damn Tiger King show on Netflix that everyone is so obsessed with. Well, not everyone, but I don't know, like 90% of social media. (laughs) Yeah. We have told everybody we know. We're like, you just have to watch. Um, and I don't even know how to describe it sometimes. I'm like, just watch. <laughs> there aren't words for it. No. And you, it's, it's like, okay, yes, it's a documentary. Yep. And it, they're real. It's a real, it's real people. And it, no, it's not funny. No, it's just watch. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better. Like, Wow. Yes, there's so And then you kind of, I, so then I start to like think of other people that, oh yes, they would, they could have been married to Joe Exotic. Oh oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) I told Olivia, I'm like, Post Malone, he, I think he's one of Joe Exotic's husbands. Yes. I did see that. There was a meme or something like. A picture of him. Yes. Post Malone is his next husband. So it's not too late. I mean, when he gets out of jail, God knows where Post Malone will be in that time of his life so my daughter loves him so much post malone or the tiger king yes oh no god (laughs) i'm i have to force her i have to force her to watch it with me and she just kind of like sits and stares but no she loves post malone she says mom every she's like i just keep thinking i'm gonna wake up and they're they're like something's gonna happen to him like while i'm sleeping i'm like live (laughs) She's so worried about him. Well, I mean, for good reason. Someone needs to worry about that. Yeah. He's... <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. My kids both love him. Ellie really loves him. She, you'll, ha- you have to go on her Instagram. I think that's where she's posted it. She, well, okay. When Ellie's really bored or like has way too much energy for her own good, she will dress up like people. Like she took an eyeliner pencil and drew all of his tattoos on her face. She put her hair in nappy, like weird braids. Oh and, my like, God. Puts on Jim's pants that are way too big for her and they fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she does this whole, I think she lip synced to like a whole show or song. She, anyway, she did the same thing with the Tiger King guy. Like she Yes. Up. So impressive. Ridiculous. <clears throat> I'm still does Jordan it. like it or does he just roll his eyes? On the Tiger King? No, Ellie. <laughs> oh, um, um, both. He he's like, oh my god, Ellie. But then he'll laugh. But <laughs> yeah, he's like, what are you doing? 
I'm drinking my second Starbucks of the day, so I might have to pause this to go pee because. <laughs> Cross your legs. Cross uh, your legs. I'm just, oh, it's, I, I, that's where I'm at right now is like sucking down Starbucks and watching trash TV. That's really all I want. <sighs> I'm a little I, jealous. Yeah. Today I have to do laundry because it's so bad. Oh, that's what I did yesterday. I, I've tried, like, I've got, I've done just enough to get us by. Like, as soon as somebody starts running out of underwear, then I'll do another load. But <clears throat> it's so bad. It's, I don't, I can't finish it in a day. Like, I wash and dry, wash and dry, wash and dry. And then, like, I dump it all on the couch. Huge, huge yeah. ass mountain of laundry. Yeah. Fold it all. Or we, like, Liv will help me. We fold it all. And then take it to the rooms, and then I put it away the next day. Yeah. Sometimes two days later, big old pile of clothes. And the kids just pull out, like, what they need from yeah. the pile. Yeah. I, yeah. I fold and take it to rooms, and then they don't put it away, and it ends up in a, in a pile in the corner, and then I want to kill people. Mm -hmm. So. Like, just this morning, I asked Olivia, I said, so is that pile clean or dirty? And she kind of looks at me, and she goes, does it really matter? <laughs> I'm like, well, guess not. Like, <laughs> I doing she's going to wear it anyways. Yeah. I, right now I'm doing it or not doing it. Like if she gets desperate enough right now, she does her own. But I stopped doing her laundry when I literally would go in to her laundry basket and there would be folded, unworn clothes. Oh, mother effer. I, that pisses me off like no other. Have you seen the pictures of like the hamper that say um, not dirty enough to wash, but not clean enough to hang up or something like that? Like the hamper that's for- No, but that's things. brilliant. It is brilliant. The middle? Yeah. The middle hamper. Except for it just gets wrinkly. Like that's the only thing. And that's why I have to fold the laundry when it comes out of the dryer and not throw it in a mm -hmm. pile. And then fold it another day because I don't like it when it's sprinkly. I need it to be. I have a friend who um, she takes, she has this huge rack built, like a huge pole, um, laundry pole rack. Uh -huh. And she takes things straight out of the dryer and puts it on a hanger and hangs it up immediately. Everything. Oh, that's amazing. I would like So that, that she doesn't, I, and I'm like, she has less people than I do yeah you could never do and that. I don't have I I don't have the space to hang yeah. all that but I'm like that's pretty brilliant it is it is if Jim if it were up to Jim I would hang his undershirts I would hang everything except for underwear if it was up to him Larry irons everything before he puts it on good for him just I know do it man t-shirts t-shirts he irons them himself I mean, well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He'd be doing it in his damn self because I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But if he can, if he has that in him, do it. I'm like, okay. Not me. No. I'll I spray, it. I sometimes I spray it with water, stretch it over my boobs. And then I'm like, yep, that's wrinkles are gone. Enough. Yep. <laughs> that's what boobs are for. Who's, who's going to see me today? No one. <laughs> yeah, Even worse now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all gonna come out of this. I don't that's the thing that I've been thinking about lately. But well, those of us who are going to be fortunate enough to come out of this, which I'm hoping will be the great majority of us, obviously. 
I have to remind myself sometimes though, like probably, I don't know anybody that's sick yet, but at some point I'm going to know somebody that gets sick. Like the statistics. Don't they say 80%? Yeah. The probability is that we are going to know someone that gets sick. I'm, thank God that hasn't happened yet because I'm a hot enough mess as it is that I, I just can't imagine when that happens, how it's going to be. Anyway, that's a downer. We're talking about distractions today, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, I'm not going to cry today. God. <laughs> Seriously. Although, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you in a minute. Finish your story. <laughs> no, I was just going to say when we come out of this, we're going to emerge from our homes looking like trolls under the bridge. Like, oh, okay. But I encourage you all pull out your jeans, ladies, and just slip them on and make sure they can still zip. <laughs> like I've been wearing leggings. I've been wearing leggings and sweats. And so yesterday I was like, um, I better try these on just, just for, you know, yeah. I, when I got <laughs> put them dressed, on and zipped them up. I was like, yes, still got it. Good. Take them off, take them off, put back on my leggings. <laughs> Leggings are dress-up wear for me right now. Like this morning when oh. I got dressed, I just went to a fresh pair of pajama pants. Like <laughs> they're black ones so that I could wear them with whatever on top. Like I'll put a real shirt on. Yeah. But it's just from one pair of PJ pants to the next. Leggings and a hoodie sweatshirt has been my go-to. Oh, yeah. If I'm, if I'm getting dressed up, that's what I'm putting on. Mm -hmm. I'll switch into my leggings. But I don't have enough leggings. That's the problem. Whoever thought that we would be living in a world where you don't have enough leggings? I don't know. I got a lot. I got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I thought I did. But, well, part of the problem is I'm not doing laundry. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to tell you. I said I wasn't going to cry today. But I almost did because I took my kids today, this morning, in the car to go pick up their um curriculum packets Oh yes. and um, my district so they um, put together packets it's just they're just one week at a time so every Monday we go and we're going to drive through a bus loop and you pull up and you honk and then a teacher comes out and asks you for what grades and then she brings you the weekly packet okay so I'm trying to explain to my kids like they were like why do we have to go in the car like, we're not even going to get out. And I was like, you don't even have to put shoes on. Like, you're not getting out. Yeah. Why do we have to go? And I'm like, I want you to see your teacher's faces. Yeah. Like, I want you to understand they're worried about you. Like, yeah. they're not just home watching the Tiger King and eating <laughs> chips and appreciating the break. Like, they are worried about you. They have put in so much time from September to February, investing in you and teaching you. And then for it to like be put on pause like they're yes. worried you know oh, yeah and so I want my kids to understand that like yeah teachers so then they probably went in on the weekend to make all these copies and put yeah. together these packets and they're thinking about you kids like boys they're thinking about you like yeah. I know you know and and so we pull up and the teachers come come coming out and like I rolled down the windows and they're like my kids were waving out the window oh. and like my kids were so excited like my little ones yes <laughs> were so excited to see their teachers like they wanted to climb out the window to oh. see them you know and I just you know it was like trying I was trying like getting tears in my eyes because I'm like I appreciate I appreciate them like yes especially now that I'm kind of like filling in the gap 
you know, right. I'm like, bless you for dealing oh, with these boys. God, yes. <clears throat> but so, yeah. Our teachers are, well, this Thursday is the last day of the quarter for my kids. So, or no, it's the last day to get grades in or assignments in for the quarter for my kids. Uh -huh. So right before this happened, we were gone from school for a week for traveling for volleyball. So my kids had some missing assignments before school closed. So they're working really hard this week to get all of that in it because I told my kids, this is probably going to be your end of the year grade. Like yeah. that is a weird thing to think about that. Like that's two full months before the last day of school was actually going to be, was the last grading day for new material for my kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yes, we think about the seniors and all of that, but like it's for Ellie, it's the last day of her junior year. So that for like college applications and stuff, she's trying to get her GPA as yeah. high as she possibly can. So it's just so weird to think about. It's just crazy. And she's had two SATs cancel since this, like she was scheduled to do the SATs right at the very beginning of this. It canceled. Uh -huh. They rescheduled it for some time later in April. Now that's canceled. She's like, how am I, am I even going to get to take my SATs? What does this look like? So she hasn't taken them yet at all? No, she's taken PSATs, but she, uh -huh. like they encourage juniors to take the SATs you know, like yeah. spring of junior year. Yeah. So I don't, it's just so weird. It's, it's, just, it is, it's like this, everything, every normal thing is just not normal. So yeah, God bless the teachers because they are, oh, I know my point. So while all of the kids were, um, focused on getting their assignments and these sweet teachers at the high school and junior high level are doing like zoom, like what we're doing today, like helping kids who were in the middle of projects that they are trying to turn uh. in. And, um, there's pictures of, of teachers at the high school, like on their computers and they're working in real time on shared documents with kids on their computers, like explaining yeah. how to do things. It was just so precious, but so much time and effort going into this. Yeah. Um, and, Not to know, mention, like, a lot of those teachers are moms and yes, dads exactly. home with their kids. Yep. Trying to homeschool <laughs> their kids, taking care yes. of our kids. Yeah. Lord knows I can't. Not no, in I appreciate <laughs> them so much. Yeah. It's so, so great. <clears throat> okay. So that's how we're doing. We're still just holding it down, you and me. But nobody's crying today. And then when we do, nope. it's a grateful cry. Like, that's where I'm at. I'm at Happy real, tears. Yeah, I'm at a real gratitude cry right now. I'm still crying most days. Um, but it's I do more, too. It's more the gratitude or the just feeling so incredibly blessed and overwhelmed with, like, we're okay, you know? And yeah. So much isn't. But um, <clears throat> so let's talk about distractions. We talked about the Tiger King. Wow, that was a wonderful, welcomed distraction. Um, but another who's your who's your favorite character? Oh shoot! I mean, for shock value and like entertainment, for sure, Joe. I you know what I almost always call him is instead of Joe Exotic, which is his nickname, I almost always say Joe Erotic. <laughs> <laughs> he is though. 
goodness. Oh, good night. Um, I've only seen the first two episodes so far. Oh so my I God, haven't... Nicole, you have no idea. Well, I'm already hooked and I'm already blown away. Oh my but... God. Have you gotten to any, have you watched anything about um, Dr. What's his name? Doc. Doc. Ant yeah. Ant Antum or what's his Doc? I don't know. Yeah, that with, with the with the five wives. Yes. Oh. He is. He grosses whole, me out. Oh, so disgusting. Someone was like, "Um, are they gonna are they gonna air a Doc whatever spinoff?" And I was like, "Well, that would have to be on Cinemax because." <laughs> like, yeah, he's gross. Home of the gross shows. <clears throat> anyway but did you see did you see also the interview on the second episode they interviewed this lady who was married to him at one point but now yeah, she's kind of like out of it lady? yes yes and she kind of just rolls her eyes like she's not I feel like she's not damaged she like definitely. she she must have gone through a lot of therapy she had to have like she found Jesus something cult deprogramming <laughs> I'm like, what programming did you go through? Maybe I need to visit it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she does seem very well adjusted, but also I think they interview her again. She's still a little weird. Um, oh, okay. You know who I love was the guy with no legs. I, I know that guy. Um, I can't say much more because you haven't seen it all, but there's definitely some people who come out like, um. Like the, like the girl, the chick who had her arm bit off. Yes. She just went right back to work five days later. And she's like, oh. um, she's like, it wasn't the tiger's fault. She's like, I'm not, I'm not going to blame anybody. It just yeah. happened. It just is what it is. And I'm like, wow, kudos. Yeah. She's probably the most well-adjusted person on that whole show. I mean, at least how it seems as, as even as time progresses, like she definitely has the most normal perspective and doesn't at least from what i can tell isn't a drug addict or an alcoholic which 100% or into polygamy well, yeah, <laughs> <here's that. clears throat> i mean which yeah i mean live your life i'm not i have some friends who are polyamorous and um it was a real was, people yeah it was a, oh. at first i was like what is this nonsense? I mean, not in a judgy way, but like, whoa, this is a world I know nothing about. But yeah. as I've watched them over time, they have an amazing family. Like, I I know there's people listening that are going to be like, what kind of crazy talk? I'm not judging. Yeah, but I... We all <laughs> live our lives. Like, when I look in, their kids are so loved and well cared for and they're... they're marriages in their way are very loving and so I'm like well a none of my business and b you are beautiful loving wonderful people and yeah you're on your path and walk your path man I support you so yeah but they are not a cult they are just people who yeah are living their life like that shit that and there's no abuse or right dictatorship or oh <sighs> sex slavery or any of it yeah 
Yeah, but who knew the world of like big cats was such a crazy, you know, in Spokane, remember how there was that big cat park in Spokane? There still is. Um, it makes me want to go over there and be like, what kind of fuckery is going on here? What are you guys up to? <laughs> everyone, everyone is going to give them the side eye now. You like, know their business is going to boom after this. Oh, yes. I'm going over there. Every me day too. Well. Let's go. Let's go. I've never gone. I, I can't even either. believe. We talk about it all the time, but. Oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah, Let's their go. business is going to boom. It's going to be awesome. Okay, yesterday I put on, I have these like <laughs> leopard print pajama pants. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't even think about it. And I put them on <laughs> and Olivia looks at me and she's like, really, mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Damn it. Now I can't even wear leopard print without like second guessing. Like, no, don't call me Carol. Well, like, <laughs> if you have two different patterns of leopard print and you wear them both in the same day that's when I'm gonna be concerned okay <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna boom leopard print either that or it's gonna plummet yeah I, oof. that Carol man she's a piece of work she definitely killed her husband <laughs> buried him I don't know. I think she fed them to the tigers. You'll see. You'll see. And you hey, don't don't ruin it. Okay. okay. Next week. Next week we'll continue. Yeah. God, you're so behind the times. Sorry. <laughs> it's my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I can't stream it on Netflix. I, I have to I, be like. When I asked you the other day, you're like, oh, it keeps buffering. I can't watch it. I have to get up in the middle of the night and watch. Like Larry. So Larry's been watching the Ozarks. The oh, new season of the, okay, so I've never watched it, but he, so if something, if he gets a call in the middle of the night for any reason, like if it's a juvenile issue or a trucking issue or whatever, yeah, he can't go back to sleep. Yeah. Like it takes him a long time. I think his mind just starts, you know, oh, yeah. so he's been watching the Ozarks in the middle of the night and he puts his little AirPods in and I can, I, like, I can feel him next to me. Like he'll have his phone right in front of his face with his little AirPods in. And I'm like, I'll like elbow him. I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, it's the Ozarks. Shh. <laughs> Okay, I roll over and go back to sleep, but he's yeah. addicted. Oh, it's so good. I'm it's gonna have to get up and watch you are, the Tiger you King with are, him. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to like become nocturnal and leave your kids <laughs> to fend for themselves. <laughs> and then I wonder why he falls asleep. We were watching a movie last night and he fell asleep. Oh, because he watches the Ozarks does. in the middle of the night. That's right. Jim always <laughs> falls asleep. Ellie and I, oh, she turned on. Bruce Almighty yesterday, like just randomly. Yeah. So then we decided we're gonna have to go back and we re rewatch all the old Jim Carrey. Oh, funny they're movies. the best. They're the yeah. best. They're feel good movies. They are. But Jim fell asleep, and like halfway through, she looks over and she goes, "Of course!" And she like totally <laughs> yells it right over him. He doesn't even budge. He's just out. Well, when Larry puts his feet up, we have a super comfy like sectional couch. He puts his feet up. And I'm like, okay, he's getting comfy. And then if he says, hey, hand me that blanket over there. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, he's out. It's all over. Yep. But I'm like, Wesley's like snuggled up next to him. Like we were all, and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Like yeah. I'll let him sleep. We're all together. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. We watched that movie, uh, Call of the Wild. Ooh. The new one with Harrison Ford. You can, yeah. you can buy it on Prime Video for like $14.99. Oh. It's so good. I think this is going to be the end of movie theaters. Like, you know how people I don't talk even about, mind. Nope. You know how people talk about how what is not going to come back after this? I'm thinking movie theaters. 
I, I would love that. When you realize, I mean, how many of us don't have a pretty decent sized TV screen, you know, yeah. with some pretty yeah. decent sound. Like we don't have, we are not even remotely as big as, as many people that I know, but still I'm like, I can rent this movie for $20 and make delicious popcorn and we can pause it and pee whenever we want to. Why yes. Why ever go back and sit on comfortable furniture? Yeah. And not have to listen to other people's comments and snickers behind me and. Oh, or chomping on their popcorn. Uh, that's, that's a big pet peeve of mine is when I'm in a the movie theater, like watching a funny movie and I hear people laughing behind me at parts that I like want to turn around and be like, that's not funny. <laughs> Why- why are you laughing? <laughs> Terrible sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes me and like Larry will like look at each other like, oh God, really? Like <laughs> <laughs> they found that funny. <laughs> he loves the movie theater though. Oh. I'd he loves but you know why? Because he doesn't he doesn't fall asleep. Oh yeah. That's why. He falls asleep at home. But if we're in a theater, he doesn't. And so well, because it's so uncomfortable. I bite the bullet, take one for the team, and go with him. Well, if it's a date night, that's fun. And yeah. you guys don't have a lot of other things to do. So no, that's we don't. <laughs> Except for now, those theaters that have the reclining seats Ooh, and like the full yeah. food meals. God, yes. I love it. But can you imagine how much money you're going to be spending there? We don't take our kids to those. Oh, we would. We, it would be over a hundred dollars. No, they don't have that here. Not the reclining seats. Yeah. We got three screens, though. Oh, you're big time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what our favorite distraction is right now is we're getting a puppy, you know? I know. You're so lucky. I know. I'm really, I'm so I kind of want to, like, borrow someone's puppy for just the next three, four weeks. Yeah, like train people's puppies for them. No, I no, I don't want to train them. No, I'm going to say mine. Hate, I hate <laughs> training a puppy. That's why our poor dog is an outdoor dog because I can't, I train children. Yeah. I potty train babies. I can't do a puppy. They're so cute though. They would keep they my kid, it would keep my kids so occupied. Yeah. Well, your kids are old enough now. They could train the puppy. They could. That's what's happening. We have here. a guinea pig. Oh. I don't want guinea pigs because of their smell. Oh yeah, you have to. You have to. It's Quaid's, so he cleans the cage every week. Oh, that's Sunday. Good. It's good yeah, Sunday is. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the pup, though. I just wish I would hurry up. When do you? Him. Is it a boy or a girl? A girl. Her name girl. is Willow. Willow. When do you get her? April twentieth. She'll be, she'll be eight weeks, April 20th. So as long as she checks out, okay, we're taking her. The lady is yeah. like, I'm not trying to kick him out of here right at eight weeks, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, we're taking her. Like She's lying. I know. By then, I think she's going to be like, ah, never mind. No, we had, we had puppies two years ago. My, my dog had puppies and they were amazing and so cute and so fun until six weeks. Yeah. And then they shit everywhere. Oh, that's everywhere. what's you on cats is you had all those dogs. That's why you don't Yeah, 11. We had 11. That's what she has too. Yeah. And, but see, and it was really hard because they were spring puppies. So they were born in May and 
so then by June, like when it was time for like six weeks later, it was hot out. And so I couldn't really find anywhere outside that was like cool enough for them. And it would keep them cool, but like not damage our grass. Like, cause they like pooped and peed everywhere. And like, I didn't want to leave them outside because we live in the country. So I'm like, that's coyote bait. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard. Six weeks, right at six weeks, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, I think that's how, I I'm, I mean, I already told her, I'm like, well, part of the reason that we're getting her is that <clears throat> um, she'll be a companion dog for Jordan, which um, our last dog was also. And the best way to train um, a companion dog is to start right at eight weeks, like as soon yeah. as they possibly can. So I, I told her that, which is true, but I'm also like, I got to make sure we're getting this dog because I can't wait much longer. I'm like, my kids are- I bet you, I bet you, you could get her at six weeks. Oh, I don't want to risk it though. You know, sometimes I know. when you, eh, I just don't want to risk it. But, so she sends us pictures every day. Thank God. I put them on my Facebook. Everybody loves it. Like, it's like it's a little slice of happy every day. Yes. Um, but yeah, she sends pictures and videos every day. And we all just wait. As soon as they come, I send Aww. them out in a family text and everyone's like, dies waiting for them all day. It's just like the little things. <laughs> it is. It is. My, my niece and nephew had a baby yesterday. And I, we were all like in a group text, like so, um, like it just brought happiness. Yes. Like yes. it was so, it was so hard because my sister-in-law couldn't be there yeah and you know that's like heartbreaking with her son it's her son and it's yes and it's her first grandson oh and neither moms could be there it was just mommy and daddy and baby and you know that's hard it is hard but everything was good and good you know you just have to keep reminding yourself like god is good like no matter what like god is good and he's with us and yeah you know, in the midst of everything. Yep. My sister-in-law is pregnant and she's not due until like beginning to mid-July. Oh my gosh. It's thunder. Was that thunder? Did you Ah! hear that? Yes, I heard it. It was so loud. Oh, I love a good storm. Me too. Um, Anyway, she's, she's not due until mid-July. So I think, you know, God willing, things will be okay. Yeah. And my sister in August. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Oh, my dog hates the thunder, so he's really freaking out. Um, oh. I need to get him one of those thunder jackets. Um, put, put little headphones on him. <laughs> <laughs> I just really hope that. Um, you know, I well, I just feel for the people who are having babies right now because can you imagine knowing you're in labor and it's time to go to the hospital and. Yeah. Where you're like, I would be terrified. Yeah. They sent a picture of her and she had a mask on. She was oh. in labor, like with a little, ma- you know, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, not let alone the, the anxiety that comes from just being in labor, exactly. like it, in a healthy society, like, yeah. you know, she's, Aww. yeah, I well, know, I'm but you, you know, you can well. tell your baby, yes, eight pounds, three ounces. Ooh, that's a good one. I know good little baby and it's you know we think about like we probably won't meet him for at least a month yeah you know lots of pictures and videos and yeah but we want him healthy you know we want these babies healthy yes. and 
what a story like to tell oh, when they're older, yes. you know, you were born yes. and. Yeah. There's people who say like, Oh, you were born. I have a cousin who was born on uh, the day that a tornado struck our area where we lived at the time. And I just remember as a kid hearing like, Oh yeah, you were born in the middle of that tornado or whatever, like crazy, <laughs> but Oh, you were born in the middle of a pandemic. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's just yeah, oh, crazy. Um, what else are we doing to distract ourselves? So much Netflix. Like I was chatting with, um, a friend today who she's like, I'm almost embarrassed to tell how much TV I've watched in the last week. I'm like, why, what the hell else are you going to do? Like she's, <laughs> she's a single mom with a son that's a senior. And I'm like, what, what else would you do? Yeah. Just. But you know what, that, that reminds me of, um, so do you know who Brene Brown is? No. Brene Brown is this woman, oh, when I originally started thinking about doing a podcast, it was because I listened to Brene Brown give a speech on <clears throat> risk and vulnerability on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix, but she's this. Her name is Renee or Brene? Brene with a B. Okay. Um. She's a, I want to say she's a psychologist or she's, I mean, she's an incredible, like, she has a lot of accolades, you know, uh -huh. but she, her career was studying shame and then it evolved into, like, she did this TED talk years ago that she was not planning on going viral and it just went viral, like crazy, crazy, crazy viral. And, um, she just talks about, you have to listen to Nicole. It's so okay. inspiring. Um, but she, when she first, when her talk first went on to Netflix, oh, I watched it. Somebody was like, oh, you have to watch this. I didn't know who she was either. I watched it. And at the end I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not living my life at all. Like I take zero risks. I'm not remotely vulnerable. This was about a year ago. And it started this whole process of, for me that I've been going through of, um, just when life got hard, a few, like even 10 years ago, like Jim and I isolated and just, it was like, whatever you have to do to get through, that's what we're going to do right now. And, um, I was just talking to your mom about this the other day, like, um, really deep relationships and friendships just kind of fell by the wayside. Um, you know, just, we just focused on us and on the kids and we were digging out of um, when the real estate market crashed that affected us tremendously financially. And then all of a sudden we had kids going through a hard shit. Like it was just hard thing after hard thing after hard thing for like 10 yeah. years. And we just got further and further and further self-focused self, um, just, yeah. Well, you like, were in survival mode. Exactly. And yes. so um, I've been there. But it was for so long. And so um, anyway, when I listened to this, I, it was like this light bulb of, oh, God, we have to stop. Like, we have to stop. We have to reach out to our people. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so I've spent over the last year, like, reconnecting with people and um, just really purposing it to start being vulnerable again. And so all of that to say, I... I um, 
when I decided that months and months ago, when I decided, I think I might want to do a podcast, like the, my first thing <laughs> was, Jim was like, well, what will you call it? And I was like, guard your ears. If you have children in the room, I was like, um, I'm going to call it fuck Brene Brown because this is all her <laughs> fault. <laughs> like, People could she, take that two ways. Well, yeah, that's true. I did not either, mean it the nice way. Either um, you really love her or you really hate her. <laughs> I love her. And every time, every time, like, some hard thing comes up I just I'm like okay what would Brene say and I'm not a person to like if somebody becomes really popular because you like a bandwagon type thing I'm like no I'm, I'm not even gonna listen to it because I hate I hate jumping on a bandwagon when it's just did you hear that thunder yeah oh. I love it oh um I just I hate it when you know you jump on a bandwagon because everybody else is, but it has no true meaning to you. But yeah, I, yeah. I just, I could not, not listen to her and love her. Well, a few, like two last week, I think she started her podcast, um, which it's been in the works for a while, but she started airing. And I think there's like four episodes now and I haven't listened to all of them yet, but, um, it's been so, so, so nice. Like just to have that, it's like church. Like, and she, yeah. she does um, every Sunday evening at like four o'clock our time, she does like a 15 minute church service on her mm -hmm. Instagram live, which is so cool, but it's just food for your soul. Like, but yeah. on a very, um, she's a psychologist. So she's a science, a scientist of the emotions kind of like that's yeah. kind of how she comes across. So there's like, which I, I like because, um, it's not just woo woo, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I need a little bit of concrete science to go with my faith. And so I feel yeah. like there's that there. Um, oh, but you have to listen to her, Nicole. Um, then I would say the first thing would be the Netflix thing. Like, okay. it's so good. And it's just really inspiring, but just real life. Like she just tells stories about her own life and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but she, her first podcast that she put out, it talks about FFTs, um, guard your ears again with the children, uh, which is the fucking first time and how <laughs> you're, when you're in a new situation and everything in you wants to like self preservation because it's the fucking first time and like um when sorry a child came in to distract mm -hmm. me um like just how your body goes into or your brain and your body goes into self-preservation immediately and how you walk yourself through those first times and like yeah oh, anyway I can't even do it justice there's nothing I can say that would be as awesome as how she says it so just if you have not discovered Brene Brown yet, do it. She will wreck your life. Uh, okay. But what else do we have to do right now besides have our life wrecked, right? <laughs> oh, sometimes I think about like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some like 11 year old, 12 year old kid, like in Sweden. Mm-hmm like a Doogie Hauser that's going to figure this out. Yes. That would like be Doogie Hauser, where are you? 
like, come on, buddy. Like, you yeah. know, you know, you know, there's some kid who's like sitting in his bedroom and he's like, now's my chance. It's like, so true. <laughs> some like genius little kid. Like, I'm like, okay, we, we like there, there's gonna be it. Like, I just, I, I'm so baffled that like, they can't figure this out. Like, it's not AIDS. It's not cancer. Like, it's a virus. Like, come on. Come on, people. Like, I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. I just. Like, I keep thinking, like, okay, what's going on behind the scenes? Yeah. What's the bigger <laughs> picture? Like, is someone going to come out and be like, good job, guys. You passed the test. <laughs> It does seem so Twilight Zone like that. It like, does. You know, like there's a puppet master somewhere just, yeah. Like all the big smart people got together and they were like, I got a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see Let's what, what happens. <laughs> turn this place on its head across the whole globe. Uh, just- it's not, and it's not even the United States because I sometimes I feel like people would love to say that like Donald Trump is the puppet yeah. master but it's it's right. freaking worldwide it's our whole world yeah oh i know man i know although although i do follow this girl on instagram that she lives in sweden and she um i don't know her personally but she uh-huh. works out and like their gyms aren't closed oh wow so i'm like well not everybody's not everyone is not it's not worldwide well, so there was um, someone that I follow on social media. They have uh, a parent who lives like in it. Oh, in Italy. And the parent has a regular blog, like a travel blog that they share. And um, I don't know that it's public, so I'm not going to share it. Um, the details of it just because I don't know if it's like a family only thing or whatever. So I'm, I just want to be careful of that. Um, but anyway, they, when it first started, one of the, it's a husband and wife. And I think the husband shared and was like, it's not as bad here as what you're seeing on the news. You know, it's just, it's not on that level where, where they were in Italy at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, huh? Okay. Interesting. It's Italy for God's sake, you know? So is our media like blowing things out of proportion or whatever? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then like two weeks later, the wife gets on and is like, and basically like it had gotten far more serious in that time. So they were under quarantine. They were like, it was, you could hear or interpret, you know, her writing with, with a little bit of fear or, or caution in her voice that was not there two weeks before. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's maybe the same, like where certain people are in Sweden or, you know, in different places. You mean like here in the middle of the country, you know, in the Midwest or whatever, they're not seeing or feeling things on the level that we are. Um, Yeah. And even some of our communities in Washington, like when it started, we were, even when you and I started talking about it, it was so different in where you are than where I am. You know, you had all the same guidelines, but none of the same like fears behind the guidelines. So it almost seemed like an Mm -hmm. overreaction, I'm sure. Not necessarily to you, but to your community. 
So yeah, we have seven now, seven positive cases. Do you? Mm -hmm. I haven't, honestly, I went all weekend and I didn't watch any news. <clears throat> I didn't do any of the things that I usually do to like kind of stay up. I know that my suburb, um, my tiny little suburb had five um, as of Friday confirmed, but that's in like five out of five confirmed out of probably, I don't know, 20,000 people max. So, mm -hmm. and we are not a well-tested area. Like it's almost impossible to get a test right now where I am still. Um, it's really yeah. Hard. I don't, I don't know how um, the testing is going here, but I yeah. do know, like if you call and tell them, like they make you go through like a side door and yeah. it's pretty, but yeah. You know, it kind of it hits home when you're like, oh. But I guess from what I've heard, the seven are between the ages of 50 and 70. Oh. And that they are unrelated to each other. Wow. So I'm like, well, those seven have been around others. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it kind of feels good, though, to, like, disconnect from the news. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know that I really did it on purpose to start with. I just was, I was, we started watching that Tiger King. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's so silly, but the memes are true. Like, what else could have possibly distracted us enough than such yeah. a, like, crazy train wreck of a show? Um, but once we started watching it, then it was almost like I was, I, our show, our, our TV never left the news channels, like for days yeah. and days and days and days, it never left the news channels. And then finally, somehow we started watching that and I just, I never turned them back on. I, I just, and it's not to say that I won't. And Jim's kind of kept me up to speed a little bit, but I, it was like, as soon as I jumped off that hamster wheel of information, I, I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. I need mm -hmm. this break. So yeah, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I started like listening to some of the other things that are like food for my soul, like that Brene Brown thing, or I'm mm -hmm. still loving that Glennon Doyle, man. She is so awesome. Um, she was the one that just came out with that untamed book that I had started like right when everything was happening, that audio book. And so, yeah. Then I got sucked into like her social media and all that. She just did this. Um, she does an Instagram live every day. Oh, I think I talked about one of her Instagram lives on our last show was the like the, the story the towards the kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. the adults' feelings, all their feelings. I got her name wrong on that one, so I want to correct it. Her name is Glennon Doyle. When she was married to a different person, she her name was hyphenated, but now it's just Glennon Doyle. So I think I messed it up. Anyway. But her most recent one, I think it was this morning or yesterday's, was um, all the messaging right now or the feeling of like, oh, we have all this time on our hands. We should be like doing all of this self-help while we're at home. Not like self-help, but like working on, like working out every day and getting really fit or mm -hmm. um, like creatives, like writing the next best 
novel or the great American story or, you know, just like mm-hmm. this pressure of, oh, well, I have all this time. I should be doing all of these Or break things. an addiction or. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Even she, like teach your child like potty train, like. Yeah. Like just the pressures of like, yeah. doing great no, things while you're at home. Yeah. And. I'm just thinking of like the stay at home moms, like. Yeah. You know. I can't even, I, I feel like I don't even have, like, I can't even start a new project. Yeah. Well, and that's what <laughs> she's talking about. She's like, we yeah. are in crisis. Like there's, we're, and she talked about the stages of grief and how we're all grieving and you don't take on these major projects when that's happening. And yeah, um, she just talked about how life right now for each individual is a cocoon and it's yeah. okay to, to live in that cocoon and let whatever's going on inside of you develop into this beautiful thing that's going to emerge at the end of this. But you don't have to, like, don't pressure yourself and work something up to be the final product. Just yeah, let the process that's working in you do what it's going to do. Which was, I don't it was a, a relief to me, I think. I feel like we're like, all... We're going to learn things, though, about ourselves. Yeah. I mean, how often do we get a chance to just be alone with ourselves? This have you, have you gotten to that point where you can, like, realize what you're learning about yourself? Mm, I don't know. Probably not if I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm realizing that, like, I'm going back to the hard times of my life. Mm-hmm. like my lowest times yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm reaching back into that. Um, like, how did I get through that? Yeah. Like my tools that I learned in those yeah. times. And so it's like, huh, like I got some tools in my, yeah. in my backpack and my tool, but in my tool belt or, you know, I don't know how you want to yeah. word it, yeah. but I, 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 and I feel like every time I went through a hard time in my life I got a new tool yes and so it's like this time around it's like okay I got these tools yeah you know I I got a new tool this time and yeah you know when I when I went through my my hip replacement like I grabbed a couple new tools you know and like this is another hard low time and like I'm gonna grab some more new tools you know and I I got more like I'm I'm learning more and if I got through that I can get through this and yeah, that's so good. I th- I think that I'm I'm really seeing ways that maybe the last low time, well, like we were talking about earlier, just that that tendency to go within ourselves and like go into survival mode. Like, what is a healthier version of that? for me. Like, I don't Mm want to go, I don't want to go in that same place. And like, which is so hard because you can't get out. Right. Right. And I wonder if that's what has inspired me to, to be like, (laughs) cause you know, if somebody tells me I can't do something, then I want to do it even more. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering like, but this is the one time that life has said, like, you can't, just depend on the people around you and so then I'm I'm feeling the need to depend on the people around me like I've reconnected with um 
an old friend that there were like, you know, just some undealt with issues or whatever that just, just even the most minor um, reconnection, it just feels like a seed of life, you know, like there are just little things that have mm -hmm. happened these last few weeks that feel like little seeds of life. And so I'm hoping like, as I have a chance to let those germinate and grow during this time, the cocoon time that it'll be interesting to see, but I'm the kind of person that I try to figure it out right when it first starts. I don't let the process work its way through. So that's definitely mm -hmm. something that I feel like is a gift that's being given to me right now is that I can't, I can't, I can't force whatever's going to come of this to happen. I just have to let the seeds grow mm -hmm. and see what happens. So I do, I, I'm grateful for that. I don't know, man. I just don't, it's weird to not know so much, like to have no mm -hmm. certainty. Yeah. To not know where anything is going. It's like the ultimate in faith. Yeah. And I'm it, not, it to oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say it totally is. I'm not like good at faith, always. I've been through a lot of, <laughs> a lot of circumstances where I needed my faith. Yeah. You know, there was times when, you know, growing up in church, literally like from the time I was born and that was, you know, to the, where I was like, Hmm, what, what, what is gone? Like I had to find it for myself and to build it up again and find that faith and ma make it my own. Right. Not some, not something that was given to me, right. not something that was handed to me. And so it's like, I've had many different situations where I, I had to find it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, sometimes faith is not, faith is not in, like, you know, you pray and you, you're praying for something and you're looking toward, you're looking to God for something. And that's not the faith. The faith is if this happens or not, even if it doesn't happen, yeah, I'm still going to hold on to this faith that that you are there and that you, and that you love me no matter what, and you are in control mm -hmm. no matter what, no matter if we go back to school next week or if we don't go back to school, yeah. like it's going to be okay. And you are good no matter what. Yeah. And even if I can't pray, even if I don't have the words to pray, yeah, like that's my faith that you are there and that you are good. Yeah. Well that, yeah. I mean, for me, like faith has, very very little to do with like praying for me it's like that deep soul connection of like just peace you know like yeah yeah I can't even put into words what I need for faith because you know like what my faith needs are I can't even put those into words because they're so deep that I I don't yeah. even know and so yeah it's which I feel like is okay yeah like God God knows yeah. <laughs> like if he I mean he knows you so you don't have to put it in words yeah. 
Well, and I think that is why, to me, faith is so freeing. It's because it hasn't, to me, faith has nothing to do with anything I ever learned in any church. Like, I've learned faith since yeah. I left the church. And so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like anything I yep. ever thought it was supposed to look like. And there's so much freedom to that. Like, yeah, I don't have to, I don't have to call my faith even like, I don't, I could, I could, <laughs> I could call God something completely ridiculous and it still mean as much to me because it's something that yeah. I learned so separated from religion. That yes. Like, yeah. I don't know what the term of that would be. Like. It's yours. Yeah. Like it's your faith and that's okay. Yeah. Like we can all have our own. Yeah. And the beauty, like the wonderful, beautiful thing that I've realized these last few weeks even is that nothing can take that away from me. Like someone, yeah. could, someone could come to me and tell me I was doing it completely wrong and have 25 reasons why and a whole PowerPoint presentation. And I would be like, well, sorry, you're wrong. Like there would mm -hmm. be nothing in me that would be shaken by it because yeah. for the first time in my life, it feels so real that I just, I know. And so that, that's a pretty huge gift. Yeah. And if that's what you come out of this with, I feel like that's pretty yeah. damn good thing. Sure is. <laughs> because if anything happens later on in your life, comparable to this, you can be like, no, nope, yeah, I got yeah. this. <laughs> it's, yeah. And it's, I, yeah. It's so funny because, like, I don't, I can't remember if we've talked about this before. I think I edited it out when we first talked about it because it just wasn't, wasn't a good time to go that deep. But it was like, I don't call myself a Christian because of the connotation that um, it gives to people right now, I think, especially. Yeah. I just, I don't. And and I was so scared to say that for so long because I thought it like would take away something that was really important to me. You know, I, I was afraid people would view me as less. Like if all of a sudden I wasn't a Christian that people would view me as less or like my poor mother-in-law would be so scared for our family. Like, oh my God, <laughs> Kelly's gone off the deep end. She's not even calling herself a Christian anymore. What's going to happen to my grandkids? Yeah. But it's just so much deeper than that. And it feels small to put that label on it. Yeah. I don't really like labels either. So anyway, I'm definitely, you know, but if you know, you know what you know, and it's yeah. solid and concrete for you. Yeah. Then that's all that matters. Yeah. Because my convictions are not the same as they're not even the same as my husband's. Right. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Because my journey is with God is completely different than his. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, I've been through the, for lack of better words, I've been through the fire yeah. and, you know, when it comes to God and, and religion and my faith and to the point where I had to start at ground zero and build it up again. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, I'm no, I'm not saying that what he 
has lived and is wrong. Right. Yeah. It's just, and that, that, I think that is where, that is where religion, for the most part, the religion that we have in this country today misses the mark so much is that it, it says that what I have is supposed to look like what you have. Yeah. And it's so, so, so opposite of what, like, love is and who we are as a people supposed to be. Like, if we're all created as our own perfect being, how in the world would my relationship look even remotely like what it looks like for anybody else on this world? Like, that's yeah, that's where we miss the mark in trying to, like, whatever people's church is like it's so common to try to put it in such a small box that it's yeah it's too bad. god is way bigger <laughs> yeah and it's you know that's i think that's what separates so many people when you can't see when you can't see the past the error of of what some churches try to do now you know it 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 Content the reason, and it's the reason that I don't like to put that label on myself is because it can turn people away from Christianity. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know. Obviously, this is like a whole thing, a whole conversation of, <laughs> like, holy smokes, that we're never, ever, ever going to be able to even tackle. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, I don't ever want my beliefs or my struggles to come between what somebody can have the relationship somebody can have with faith like mine isn't perfect and so I don't ever want to try to even make mine the thing that people try to achieve because it's it's only right for me yeah anyway that was not on the list of things to talk about today that's okay (laughs) just kidding that's how that's how that's how mine and your conversations go (laughs) I like it when we talk about things that weren't on the list. They usually are the best part. I know. Well, I think a lot of time, a lot of people right now are questioning their faith. I think so too. And, and that's good. I mean, if that's what, if that's what God's plan, if that's what he's going to use from this, you know, I, I am not one to say that God caused this, but he will use this for good. Yeah. And if that's, if that's, if it's going to bring people to, to think again about their faith and mm-hmm. what they believe and what they're going to hold on to, God's going to use it. Yeah. And well, there's, it, whenever a situation out of our hands comes up, I don't know that there's one being on the face of this earth that wouldn't grasp to find something bigger than themselves to help themselves through it. Yeah. Like that's, that's how we were created. That's who we are as, as people, as humans, as to when, when you, when you don't have what you need to get through a situation, you grasp for the bigger thing that, that will help you through it. And so of course that's going to happen during something like this because we have to and I think we talked about this a little bit before on the show but 
we we're all looking for something within ourselves to help get us through this and whether you call it god and i call it something else or whatever it is like that's our driving need Mm -hmm. and and it is an opportunity for for us to find kind of like in that cocoon analogy like for us to find our best self coming out of this through whatever god puts in us or whatever way we get there like that there's nothing better that can come from this time. Yeah. Just love. <laughs> yep. Oh, I don't and don't kill that. your children. Yeah, well, <laughs> that falls under love. <laughs> uh, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't love. No, that's not true. I always love them, but sometimes I don't like them. Yeah, exactly. Did I tell you what my boys did? No. So they got in trouble. Do we got time? Yeah, we got all the time we want. Okay, so they got in trouble. I don't even know what day it was. One of the, one of these days. They got in trouble. They were fighting. They were playing ping pong. We have a ping pong table. They're playing ping pong and it always turns into like World War Three, and they're slamming the ball at each other. One of them runs around, pretty sure Quaid runs around, whacks Eddie on the butt with the ping pong paddle. Like they're just full on fighting. Okay. And it was like right around bedtime. They had already showered. Like it was the end of the night and I had had it. Like usually by seven o'clock, like I am, I am done. Like my day is done. Yeah. And that's usually when we put on a movie because that's about, I've had it. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to referee anymore. Like I'm done and they're done too. Like they're right. So, but we didn't watch it. We hadn't watched, we weren't going to watch a movie. So they were playing ping pong and we were sitting at the table and they started fighting. And so I was like, get your asses into bed right now. I am done. And they kind of turned and like they looked at the clock and they're like, it's seven o'clock. And I'm like, I don't care. I freaking don't even care what time it is. Get your asses into bed. So they, and I was like, find a book, find a book and you're going to read until you fall asleep. Like I'm done. I'm not going to put up with this fighting anymore. Yeah. Which mind you is something I say all day, every day. Like that's yeah. a call. <laughs> that's a, but I was done. Like it was a hard day. So they're in, they go to bed. I go in there and I'm like, I'm not even going to pray with you tonight. (laughs) Like I was done. So they're in bed and even like Wesley's like, do I have to go to bed? I'm like, no, you get to stay up tonight. Like you're my favorite child tonight. (laughs) So I know. So Eddie's in one room, Quaid's in the other. They have separate rooms, but they have a Jack and Jill bathroom Mm -hmm. connecting a boy's bathroom. Like only the boys use the bathroom, that bathroom. So Hamilton way right there. Yeah, because they pee all over everything. Yeah. So they're they're quiet. And I'm like, see, they were tired. Like they, you know, oh, like half yeah. so like half an hour later, I'm like, well, maybe Wesley should go to bed. Like it's 7:30, 7:45. And I like go to kind of like sneak over there and I go into Eddie's room first, and I'm like, he's not even in here. So then I go over into Quaid's room. Well, Eddie had grabbed a big bucket of Legos and had snuck over through the bathroom into oh, Quaid's room. And he's cookie. sitting, yeah, sitting on the bed playing Legos with Quaid, all nice and quiet. Aww. I'm like, God, you, like, you're fighting. You want to kill each other. And, but they, you know, snuck over and yeah. 
Okay. You know, it's it, the mutual hatred towards me, like brings yes. them back together. Common enemy right there. It's all yeah. they need. Um, also, maybe just tell them all the time they're not allowed to play with each other anymore and they're not allowed to be around each other and then they'll want to. So. I know. I, I've come, like, I'm not even disciplined anymore. I'm just like, go to your rooms. Like, oh. just go to your rooms. Yes. Like, I'm not even going to lecture you. I'm not going to talk to you. We're not even going to talk about this. Like, no. just... Because I know they're getting irritated with each other, too. Well, of course like, they are. They're but, boys, and they yeah. fight constantly anyways, like, yes. in a good situation. And so right now, like, things are thick. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so think, I just separate them. Yeah. I think I put this on my Instagram stories earlier. This I think it was since the last show of how I've realized I'm, like, the biggest freaking pushover mom. And they just start giving me back sass all the... Oh, yeah. This is when I was talking about beating my kids with my shoe. Um, they, every little damn thing is when I ask them to do, there's access. They don't want to do anything I tell them. So I'm like, well, I'm just, nothing else is working. I'm just going to start hitting you with my foot flop. You know, when you said that, you know, the Mexican moms do that all the time. You know, even even the chancla. The chancla. Yes. <sighs> even when they're not in like quarantine, like they knew, they know what's up. Seriously, take a lesson from the Mexican moms. That's why you're yes. such a good mom. You have the, the <laughs> you have Peggy and you have the Mexican moms. Yes. No, like that was the day that all of Instagram stories were down and I was like, oh my God, Instagram has removed my stories because I said I was going to hit my kid <laughs> with a shoe. You know what? When you said that, I thought, and I was like, no, there is way dirtier stuff That's out there. I thought too, but I was like, well, child abuse might be something that is a no-go. But no, everybody's stories got taken down. But I'm telling you what, I'm not even, like, my kids are bigger than I am. So I can hit them with a shoe and it'll be fine. I kind of want to see that. When oh, you're ready for that to happen, can you tell Jim to record? Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> He's been recording a lot of things of me lately. I'm like, if this ever comes out in public, man, you will be found in a shallow grave. <laughs> Don't even do shallow, deep. That's true. Well, I don't have I don't have time or energy. I just throw them out in the yard. Feed them to the tigers. <laughs> and now we've come full circle. It's time to go. <laughs> Here's what I have. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna go back to the Tiger King. So <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to say to all of the people. Watch the Tiger King. Make the most of your cocoon. <laughs> Carol Baskins killed her husband. <laughs> Find your faith. Yes. Find your faith in your cocoon while you watch the Tiger King. That's your we'll assignment for the week. That's right. <laughs> One day at a time. Oh, anything we else? We can do it. Anything no. Anything you want to talk about? I'm good. how I'm going to edit this shit show together, but it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Why are you going to edit? I know. I, all, I, all I edit out... Just hit post. <laughs> <laughs> I have to edit, edit out every time I go, because I do it so much, like, when I'm thinking. That's okay. I'm getting better because it's conscious.
it is okay except for when it's 70,000 times in an hour long episode like <laughs> don't edit don't out. edit out your thunder oh i'll leave the thunder <laughs> it it came it left as quickly as it came now it's sunny outside yay go out there hurry right soak in your vitamin d oh amen we have a so windstorm sad. right now oh I know it totally sucks because you look out the window and it's like sunny blue skies and then you step outside and it's a tornado. Oh, the town that I was born in, they got hit by a huge tornado yesterday, mm. the day before. Yeah, like feet, hundreds of feet away from my cousin's house. Like it was so close to them. I hate tornadoes. Me too. That would be so sad for me. Yeah. Oh, for everyone. <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> it would be terrible for me if there was a tornado. <laughs> I'm so nervous we're going to have this whole conversation on this new Zoom and it won't download for me. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that was a good well, one, though. I'll stay here at the library until we're done. Yeah, I don't, I literally, to make sure. <laughs> I don't even know how to, I don't know what this process is going to be. So let's, let's hang up from this and then. Okay. Tell me what to do. I have no idea. Oh God. Um, okay. It says stop recording. So I'm going to do that. Somebody replied that we were their unexpected awesome thing that they found. I was like, oh, Aww. somebody I don't know at all. A life coach that follows us. Ah, 